Hello everybody, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the Thai Gap podcast and also the last episode for 2022. My name is Bogus Noog and as always with me is... Being Brute. Brute, this would be the end of year two of the English yes. podcast. 2020 is when we started it. 2020, lockdown. Yep. Just after the first lockdown. Yep. And uh, long journey. I think we can just simply we can simply count the number of weeks, like divide hundred and six episodes or so, or the number of variants. Yes, COVID variants. COVID variants. We can do that also. We are entering. Hopefully, we are not entering, but it seems (laughs) like the fifth or sixth variant is coming. We have waded our way through all this. Mm. So big episode for the year. Big episode for the year to round off another year for the Tiger Podcast. Yeah. Thanks as always for listening and no thanks for not writing to us at our socials, which is on Instagram, we are at underscore ThaiGap and on Twitter and Vero at ThaiGap and our email is mindthaigap at gmail.com. None of you ever write in? Never. (laughs) Never ever. (laughs) Never before. Hopefully we don't have to say never after, but exactly never before at least till now. Yeah, let's see for the last podcast episode of the year at least. Yes. If we have someone chiming in to say, hey, do you want some enlargement pills? Yeah. We're not even getting <laughs> <laughs> not even getting those. We're not even getting those. Shady fucking ads. Yeah, I'm a Nigerian prince. Yeah. Yeah. None of that. Our inbox is completely empty. None of that. But Brute, this week we are not recording an It's Not Easy episode. Yes, because it's not easy. To it's keep recording It's Not Easy episode. Exactly. Maybe that's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did cover why it's not easy because it's oh, not yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, check it out. But this week we are talking about, I guess, a topic which is kind of grating at us. Mm-hmm. Things going on around us. It keeps reminding us. Yeah. Why are things this way when it comes to, I guess, basic integrity, honor. Old school. Old school. Moral, convention. Moral fiber. Yeah. You know, these kind of things. Basically a list of all the topics that we covered till now. Most <laughs> of the time. Like, measure, process, like, name but no, it. no, let's not scare them away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's more expounding on something that we touched upon in one of our previous episodes, uh, Don't Shoot the Messenger. Yeah. Where we talked about... Writing on the wall. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, again, don't scare them away. <laughs> where we kind of touched upon how in the old days, yeah, there used to be an honor code at least. Yeah. Even though, yes, there were genocides and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But still, there was some honor codes that everyone followed. Yeah, there was a, what do you call, there was a structure to the chaos kind of thing. Yeah, method to the madness. Method to the madness. Right. In the sense that if... You know, the fact that mm -hmm. there were so many sayings. Exactly. So back in the day, so old. If you like go to the latest saying Mm -hmm. that is worth its salt. Yeah. I think it is at least about 400 years back. Yeah, probably, yeah. So that shows like what kind of inconsequential things that we have been doing as a society, as a race, Mm. that we couldn't come up with like smart sayings, (laughs) which, you know, which survive time beyond. 
That's a great point because I think it shows like the degradation yeah, of literacy. Exactly. So classical music died about 100 years back. Yes. And then dance. These great sayings died 400 years or something yeah. back, like you said. Never had a decent author or a writer, at least for like 300, like about what? At least not like there used to be. Not like there used to be. Back the, then. The, the population of quality authors yeah, has the, reduced. The quality of uh, movies, books, uh, comedy. Yeah, um, yes. Um, and music as well. Like 60s and 70s, the peaks that they reached. At least about 70 years back, yeah. Yeah. We lost them. Michael Jackson came about, about 30 years back, but still. So I, I think there is definitely that trend. Yeah. And we're kind of sort of bemoaning that, which is well, what we talked about in Don't Shoot the Messenger was mm. at least rival factions, you know, warring tribes, when they sent out a messenger, they had an unspoken handshake that yeah. you do not kill that messenger, you don't harm the messenger, no matter right. how how rude the message was delivered, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Because the messenger is supposed to be the direct representative of the king. The king's voice. The king's voice. So yeah. he can't come be all, you know, bowing down. Yeah. He's going to talk like the king. Yeah. So you don't touch the guy. And anyone who did touch the guy, that became like a huge matter of shame yeah. upon that people Yeah. to have broken that convention. I guess you could say that these conventions also did exist in some way because of groupthink, which is, oh, this is what we do in today's time, or this is what we do, this is how we uh, behave. Right. I mean, there may be a few people who really consciously do it because of a moral reason or an ethical reason. And there may be the majority of the people who do it because that's what we do. Yeah, like general. what is righteous? Yeah. You know, what is... So here is a funny thing. I always felt like when you say that, like simple thing like don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. That convention is beyond cultures. Right. Which tells us, if we like probably hear carefully... That there are things beyond your tribe or beyond your micro identity. Yeah. There are macro things which connect all these identities. Oh, yeah. Which also means that, okay, what we have set for ourselves is not necessarily true for others. Mm -hmm. So in respect to that, we are going to create a common convention for us as a species. Right. So that tells a lot about the open thinking of people back then saying that, Yes, this works for us, but it's not necessary. It works for everybody, which talks about the fact of acceptance of diversity. Right. In the true sense. Yeah. But also, you know, I looking at how things are happening today, hmm. I can theorize sort of looking back that maybe there were a few people who were doing it really for that ethical reason, that moral reason that they believe, you know, that to be the right thing to do. Yeah. But if you look at the bell curve, Hmm. The majority of the people in, in the middle, they just do it because, oh, if I don't do this, then I'll be looked down upon or there'll be peer consequence, pressure. peer pressure, group yeah. think. You yeah. know? Because today, what we are getting to see is a complete corruption or corrosion of that sense of honor yeah. in any sense. I just have a point over there in what you are talking about the bell curve, the devils in the detail. Hmm. Back in the day, say if you take a country like India, yeah. for instance, predominantly you had like about seven, eight or ten dynasties mm -hmm. which ran the country or which existed in the country. Right. Now, all these dynasties had one head, yeah. which is a king. And then probably they had more smaller kings, provincial kings or territorial kings and all. Right. Who followed the suit of the dynasty king. Yeah. And then hierarchy would go down. Like finally the citizen would follow what their king said. Mm -hmm. 
and there are outliers not denying but the honor was kept by the dynasty king right with respect to the complete country all the other kingdoms mm-hmm. would know about the other dynasty's culture or ethical behavior or whatever mm. by how this king represented them right and there was no other way for them to know what is happening inside Right. So how much of that was smudged or was like a smoked view or whatever we don't know because predominantly it was the kings writing the stories. Hmm. But having said that, to look at it from a very positive perspective, the kings had the integrity or they showed the responsibility to represent their people well. Yeah. And whichever king didn't bother about it was the king who fell fast. Yeah. that concept of you know standing to the integrity of the kingdom mm. was very highly placed back in the day yeah and that shows they had a lot of spine yeah you know being a king is not a easy job you can only imagine the pressure that person is having every time he's going out to another dynasty or another kingdom and representing his people yeah because he knows very well that depending on how he behaved there mm-hmm. everybody in his kingdom would be labeled yeah So I'm sure there are times where they had to disagree but they had to disagree in, in a very very polished manner. Yeah. And that will take a lot of education number one and obviously number two is it takes a lot of spine for you to stand up to your people. Yeah. At the point of disadvantage. So these are few aspects that we have to highlight I feel so that we understand what we are lacking today. A spine. A spine. <laughs> Absolutely. A spine. contact your uh, spinology king <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> today um honor cannot work without a spine right the yeah. basic challenge of honor is you gave your word or you have a code and none of it means anything if you don't stick by it right if you don't stand your ground when you're faced against challenge or an obstacle yeah or you are in a moral conflict you don't stick by your code you don't stick by your word then it's worthless right in today's world the most disgusting thing i see bro and i can't even i have no words to properly explain be how silent to, be quiet <laughs> on a podcast no no, no. <laughs> like i don't have the proper words to correctly convey how disgusted i am by i am by this mm-hmm. but today what seems to be so normalized mm-hmm. is this association of convenience you know ethics of convenience trust but convenience based yeah it's like oh i just met you and we had maybe one conversation mm. all of a sudden it escalates to we are friends now best friends forever we are ever. best friends forever bffs yeah that's one problem already yes like if you just met someone sometimes you don't even have to meet them you have to like the same photo on instagram <laughs> exactly <laughs> like if you just met someone you're working in the same team and you just met them and you had maybe a couple of interactions hmm. you're still only acquaintances yeah you're not bffs yes please <laughs> don't put the pressure and of course when you assume your bffs and you found your soulmate and yeah. you know this is the perfect friend for life 20 stories on instagram three posts yeah. one blog you have people you know rubbing shoulders and waxing lyrical to each other about how oh they trust you i love yeah. you man i trust you you are yeah. the best guy i found all this stuff whatever you need you can tell me all this kind of reassurance yeah but when faced with anything challenging or especially when faced with anything that threatens their own self preservation yeah that's it vanish incognito mode <laughs> that's it <laughs> 
It's almost like at the switch. Oh, it's not a Thursday. Thursday was the day I was supposed to trust you. Like, or you can trust me. Exactly, it's and like, <laughs> it's like a flip of a switch. They're out of the picture. Yeah. When their sense of self-preservation comes into question. Yeah. That's it. That's the first thing now. And when you go to them and you try to confront them and say, "Dude, what the fuck, man? I thought you would have my back." Yeah. You said you would have my back. I thought I did have friends. your back till Wednesday, but Thursday I'm Thursday, off. Thursday, yeah. <laughs> Thursday, I have to listen to Thaiga podcast, dude. Like, come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Thaiga Thursdays. <laughs> Subscribe and share. Um, but if you, even if you try to confront them, you know, mm. like you have moral outrage or righteous outrage. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck could you do that to me? Uh, when I thought you had my back. They genuinely, nowadays, they genuinely react as if what went wrong? Like, you they know, are surprised that you had expectations. They are surprised <laughs> that you are even offended or outraged. Yeah. They're like, dude, yeah, but I know. Yeah, we said all that to each other. But but it was only for the post. You know, it came to me finally. Yeah. Like it came to me or you or it was a, you know, it came to a matter of my own self-preservation. Yeah. So And I read on Instagram that give importance to yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> love yourself. <laughs> love yourself first before you love thy neighbor. So obviously, dude, what will I do? Like it came to me, right? So obviously I'll do this, right? You know, yeah. that's the way they talk today. Dude. See, I, I'll give you an example, Bogus. What US did to Ukraine mm-hmm. after giving all the confidence to Ukraine. Yeah. Say that, dude, just go ahead. I'm right here. Oh, yeah. And then Ukraine went ahead. And then at some point, Ukraine had to look back saying that, bro, mm. things seems to be getting really heated here. Yeah. But you was like, oh, dude, it's my elections. <laughs> <laughs> like... You know what, just got this whole army back from Afghanistan and all, long story short, kind of busy. Not yeah. today. You oh, fight. did you, you went already? Like, should have told me, bro. <laughs> you fight, you fight. I'm here, Yeah, bro. I'm here. Moral support. I'm yeah, here. I have put four posts. Yeah. I've sent three reporters from Fox News. So, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll send money, we'll send weapons. <laughs> yeah, we, we got your back. Yeah. So, that that's how it looks. And what I call it is honor by convenience. And I can't believe... What I can't believe is the normalization of it. Yeah. And that's the reason why we talked about how in the past, even though we talked about the honor and don't shoot the messenger and all, it was probably a few people who were doing it really for the moral reasons or ethical reasons. Mm. Whereas by the bell curve, most of them may be doing it for peer pressure reasons. Right. Oh, we don't do this in society. That's how it happens. It'll be frowned upon. Yeah. So the concept of common conscious always existed. We function as a general sense, as a typical behavior, right? based on everybody's thinking. There's been no bigger example of groupthink than the recent pandemic. Yeah. The kind of shit that people pulled. Yeah. Unspeakable shit that was not even reported in mass media. Yeah. I think nobody was, I mean, in their lifetimes at least, nobody was challenged at a moral level yeah. more than the pandemic. Because I've heard people who said that, dude, I know this hospital which can give you a bed, hmm. but if I'm going to pull my strings for your sake, right. what if I need it tomorrow? And I'm like, the guy is dying, bro. <laughs> the guy is dying, bro. The most revealing thing about the pandemic for mm. anyone should be, like if you take a step back and watch, how it did not seem to matter at all whether you were a subject matter expert of whatever field, yeah. whether you were a business tycoon, whether you were a world leader, mm. whether you were a spiritual medical, guru, spiritual guru, whether you were a, someone from a medical profession with years and years of experience. Yeah. It did not seem to matter at all. When it came to groupthink, when mm. it came to following the herd, dude. We were at the top. We were like at our best. And that should really give people pause. That should really make you stop and think. 
Like, how is this possible? Then what the hell are we doing with all these academic degrees and, uh, you know, certificates and... Yeah, like, what's the point of education? What's the point of all this expert, so-called expert opinion? No, I, I, the biggest joke that I was right, that I came up with at that point. So the pandemic kind of like phased out a little. Yeah. Like the virus kind of like subsided a little. Yeah. And all these people started sprouting out saying that, oh, I did talk about this is just a matter of a year or two or, oh, this will go on till four more years or right. this will go on for seven more years. Armchair experts. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, where where the hell were you <laughs> before this started? Like if you knew this shit. Yeah. Like you could have told, dude, just fucking buy those turmeric powders and all and keep it at home. You might use it. Give oh. us a hint. But that like, was that was a dangerous time, right? To talk at that point yeah, of time. If yeah. you had to say something, you'd yeah. be ostracized. Exactly. Yeah. And all these so-called astrologers who are trying to make a business out of that, mm. where who are like, oh, I predicted Dhoni would win this match. I predicted so and so will get married. I predicted it will be a boy or a girl for so and so celebrity. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What else can you predict? Like. <laughs> like could you predict this? Like, it seems to be a pretty big event. Like, yeah. you were talking about how Mayans were so accurate in 2012. Uh, could you see this coming? You know, Bill Gates saw it coming. Yeah, Bill Probably Gates. Probably the wisest guy around. Bill Gates made it come. Made sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel. I think he some calls, of these guys he made calls sure. It the power of visualization. Yeah. You know? Like, and, I just uh, have to think about it and it happens. Yeah. And I just have to invest some money and I just have to... Which uh, he has a lot of, like, yeah. not worried about it. We need to simulate a tabletop exercise yeah. one year before <laughs> the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can buy a couple of islands so just to, like, test it out. Yeah. And just keep you know, buying up the farmland the for some runs reason. and the drills. Yeah. Maybe he's the only one we should listen to. Yeah. I think we... we <laughs> We should like really, really follow him. Yeah. Bill Gates sponsor Thaiga podcast. If you're listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> we'll be your voice. Yeah. We'll be your voice. We'll tell the people what they're missing out on. Yeah. We'll, uh, you know, evangelize about vaccines. Yeah, exactly. On but yeah, bro, that association by convenience, you know, honor by convenience, that kind of a thing. Why do you think it happened? It, it's the same group thing thing. I feel the same post pandemic, what we saw in the pandemic. Yeah. It's the same thing that people are doing now because, oh, the next guy is also doing it. So it must be fine. Oh, the next guy is also doing it. It must be fine. And it's the vicious cycle that's going around almost like a pandemic of its own. It's fucking contagious. Yeah. You know, nobody, I mean, you hardly see people standing up and saying, no, this is wrong. So let us kind of dissect that. Pandemic taught you a lot of things, right? One of the things that the pandemic has taught you Mm. is money is good, Mm. but it's not that great. Yeah, yeah. Number one. Number two, okay, we seem to be consuming a lot more than we actually need. Mm. Clothes, shoes, everything. you know, yeah. right? So that's another thing that you've learned. Um, it doesn't take a lot for us to be happy. Yeah. At a very broad level, we realize that, oh, they're letting us out for two hours. I'm so happy. Hey, happiness, it's not easy. Is an episode we did. Check Again, please check it out and share. Yeah. So this taught you to survive alone, you know, it taught you the value of true people, family, right? What really matters, etc., etc. Yeah, if you actually took a moment to take a pause and observe, like, what's going on. Like, five months of lockdown and you didn't take a moment, it's a waste of a pandemic. There would be a <laughs> lot to learn Yeah, like it, this. I'm telling you, if people didn't come out of with any life lessons out of pandemic, I think it's a waste of a pandemic for them. Yeah. Like, the universe, the planet came together to, like, give you some me time. 
dude you just wasted like a whole fucking global catastrophe yeah and the whole planet also by the way comes together for your benefit yeah. and says look we are pulling behind the veil and this yeah. is what people are really like right doesn't matter what their designation yeah. is doesn't matter what their standing in life is right people are like this like this and still if we are in denial that yeah. no 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 it's just like momentary thing you know people don't show their true self all their life it's, it is always a momentary thing you know yeah but coming back to the point the reason why i was talking about what pandemic did really teach you is because these are some really valuable insights right about as a person this is all i need hmm. but unfortunately nobody really did the ab testing you know if this is all i need then why am i going behind all these things i don't think anybody did that and that is where the problem lies we go behind all these additional extra things which we don't technically need right because somebody else is going behind it i'll give you an example you know that onitsuka tiger shoes which cost like a bomb no so there's this shoe brand called onitsuka tiger mm-hmm. it's like this really cool sneakers that are something like air jordan right and everybody is like we should get this pair and i was going through this and i started realizing that this is exactly like asex right you know the asics yeah, yeah, yeah. a sports brand yeah and i'm like all asics shoes look exactly the same yeah. only thing is probably the shape is a little different or whatever yeah. but it's the exact design and asics is a much more reliable brand or whatever and i went around asking a bunch of my friends what's the big deal about this thing and everybody had zero clue about it they're yeah. like oh no they're just this new thing they're like cool yeah yeah but they look exactly like this right and we're like um i don't know but they're like they're what it is bro like why do you care you have so much money why don't you buy it mm-hmm. and i like, know that's not the reason it's not about me whether i can afford it or not i really want to know why they are priced x yeah that told me a lot about how easy it is to manipulate oh yeah you know a mass to like go behind something blindly yeah and this is very parallel to you know the pandemic thing that you were talking about yeah and the other thing to have learned from the pandemic is really oh this is really how group think works yeah like this is the dangerous extent that it can go to yeah then what if i have to navigate this you know what if i don't agree with the group think hmm. how can i navigate how can i survive without them coming for my neck yeah that should have been one of the lessons to actually to have come out of but coming back to that you know guilt by convenience kind of thing the whole point is if you're committing to trust and if you're communicating that i'll have your back or whatever mm. the whole point is that when it gets tested you actually show up exactly otherwise as long as we're cushy and everything's fine there's no value to you saying you know you can trust me or i'll have your back and all that shit what does it mean and in these lines also because we are corporate employees and we look at how you know people behave in that culture obviously there's a lot of group think yeah there as well what i noticed in my personal experiences like if i'm in the process of you know setting up a new process mm. uh if i'm in the middle of that and if i try to think okay let me apply some foresight mm. to this situation let me anticipate what roadblocks we could come across and i will preemptively you know put solutions in place for that or i will design this process in such a way that it will avoid those roadblocks right, right. away so we will not come across this friction yeah and we'll be efficient yeah 
and you could be faulted to think that someone around would value this kind of foresight or anticipation and say oh you saved us a lot of pain in advance here is your 50% bonus yeah that's how it should be you <laughs> reward, know reward reward me yeah but instead in reality what i saw happening was there's some other guy who is given the responsibility of starting a process yeah. the same way walks into it ass backward head up his ass blind as a bat and obviously he is bumping around one obstacle to the next because there right. was no proper planning there was no proper strategy so as he is bumping into each obstacle now he makes a huge uh, visibility exercise around oh these are the challenges that we came across and now because of this here's what i'm doing to address this challenge and he makes that whole thing a pr kind of visibility exercise yeah and that problem that he could have solved it maybe in a couple of days stretches it out for nice 2 3 weeks makes it cushy for himself and then after actually fixing it comes back again it's a whole pr exercise it's a welcome the heroes yeah welcome the avengers kind of shit that uh, goes on and everyone's clapping and patting him on his back or oh, you came across a problem and you solved it you are a problem solver you are a problem solver yeah so he keeps going from problem to problem like this yeah. where he could have anticipated the whole thing if he would have just applied his brain a little bit but who is really rewarded at the end you know the answer yeah i mean like see there is an interesting study that went about you need to understand who are the people who like to invest in something much more organized or or something which delivers quality output right and the study says it's generally the creative people mm. is the people who think out of the box they are the guys who are actually trying to give more than what the desired output is it might be in terms of quality the volume or whatever mm. no anything which has to be done in that scale needs a lot of groundwork right and creative people generally don't mind breaking the wheel and reinventing the wheel right the current systems do not encourage that yeah it's very unfortunate that i don't think a lot of organizations though they say it Oh, they, they keep shouting it. at the oh. top of their voice like yeah, oh yeah. we encourage creativity Fucking tattoo it on their ass we want we want like out of the box thinkers we want guys who disrupt yeah. leapfrog fucking like whatever but no stomach for disruption at all there is no appetite yeah. or the zero appetite to accommodate these kind of people because these kind of people don't give instant results yeah and capitalism doesn't work on long term results i mean like from their perspective yeah right they want things to it's happen quarterly like, reports yeah it's quarterly reports it's half yearly gains it's yearly year on yoy fucking h on h or whatever right so this is the reason why i feel that you know it's often the more creative people who get hurt and there's this guy who's making snail pace growth right on a day to day basis but backwards yeah you know <laughs> there are a majority of guys who i've seen who use a lot of intelligence to take two steps back when there are quite a few in number because they are in number yeah. what happens is they look at this outliers and they're like you guys don't know how to work in a corporate system right exactly and god forbid these are the people who are becoming leaders tomorrow yeah so the guy who can slog the longest in the day becomes a leader and you can only imagine leaders produce cultures right yeah. like so these are the leaders these are the people who are becoming leaders and these leaders are the ones who are going to say like yeah you know what creativity is all is great that is all for company to say not for you and me to worry about mm. and that's a big red flag what you can see what this will develop into or what it has already developed into in majority of the space and it's not just corporate sports right. entertainment anywhere you go is there are a bunch of spineless people oh. who can't 
differentiate quality to quantity yeah and if you don't correct it it is just going to amplify more and more yeah i mean the spine is almost non existent it is like a doormat you know they're yeah. spreading it open for anyone above their station to come and use it as they please it's so disgusting to see like how forget about you know challenging someone's uh, opinion or someone's decision yeah it's not even going to reach a point where it becomes like an interesting conversation also you just you know, can't, yeah like it's not it's not even going to be like oh is that really how you think like because i think this way then what do you think about that it's not even going to be that, like that your boss says this is it and you're like don't you see me bending over already pull it <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like see it, you need an invitation it is a cyclic effect right like it's the vicious circle like when you stop having a spine yeah you have zero motivation to really put effort like your own twist to it yeah when you stop putting your own twist to things you don't have anything to stand up for so therefore you don't find a need to build a spine and when they hire you they yeah. hire you saying we want you to put a your own twist yeah, to it yeah all that is like that's why we hiring you yeah oh you have 10 years of experience we wow, want that your flavor you must be bringing so much to the table like yeah. nah we know what's on the table exactly like we can eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's on the table is what yeah. you shit on the table that's what that's i get that's what it eat. is it's is the same vicious circle and it's unfortunate that people are not realizing it as much as they should by now i think they realize this part but it's just the like almost again like laziness a, no like it's almost like again like a pandemic level i think they call it endemic i think that's the word what is endemic um like spreading like a disease or whatever you know like a pandemic mm. something like that i think so but the lack of spine mm. you know that i think is what is really missing a people's attention like yeah. the amount of spinelessness which is shocking and at an even fundamental level like there is no value almost to anyone's word anymore like no no one puts a premium to their word anymore no like oh if i give my word i have to stick by it otherwise there is no otherwise it's my honor if i gave my word yeah, yeah. i gave my word that day you know so that what? day things were different i yeah. had something to eat in the morning <laughs> it's feeling a little queasy but today today i did you ask for my word today <laughs> exactly it did no, you it no longer applies yeah like yeah. that was that day you know right why would you ask me like this that this is like that day. this is like dating a teenage girl <laughs> yeah you know who keeps falling in love with this the next big alpha guy yeah or you know the next big stud and you're like oh but you said you love me but yeah but that time you were wearing blue shirt and i like blue shirts now i don't like blue shirt anymore that that's a great point because i think this corporate culture the way it behaves on hmm. mass like if you you know a birds eye view yeah it's become very effeminate passive aggressive <laughs> bullshit that's what it has become like any sense of masculinity yeah or masculine values yeah completely been sucked nah, so dry. my my question to dry. see i'll tell you why i i've taken that specific example one of the most common narrative or the stories that was going around in the first leg of the pandemic mm-hmm. which is like you know the first four months right every company came out with this huge press release mm. saying that we are not laying off we are cash positive mm. none of our employees have to worry right. none of our investors have to worry all we are thinking about is to ensure the wealth of our stock mm. owners mm. is you know contained and doesn't get affected blah 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 cut to two months later due to some unforeseen reasons <laughs> we categorically apologize for laying off just 18% of our employee yeah and i'm thinking like 
you're a billion dollar organization right okay how much capital is needed for you to last for a year if you're not cash rich enough to last for a year in yeah. adversity are you even worth calling yourself like a bloody unicorn or, or a, fortune know, a fortune 500 fortune 500 yeah you know because this is corporate genocide yeah where you're just being all nice about it but let's be honest you just got people jobless and homeless and extremely insecure and already in an insecure environment that's another one of those effeminate qualities always being nice yeah be no nice. matter what yeah doesn't work like that right am i stabbing you in the back right yeah. now am Is i twisting the knife yeah do you see my smile <laughs> like i have a nice smile very inclusive smile i got the bandage along with me yeah. like, does anybody do that no so you get the point right like the the reason why i call a lot of this behavior as a teenage girl yeah and specifically a teenage girl is mm-hmm. because they change so rapidly yeah and you can't trust a teenage girl now imagine that girl being the head of the family that's it like you don't know if you're going to eat today or not the family is going everything to be is like divided into factions yeah. like warring factions yeah. probably kill each other yeah and that's exactly you know you got to get a spine yeah and you don't see that anymore see i'm very curious of how this started like i always have that question of how did we end up here where did we get it wrong like how did we give at some point this must have been a minority yeah right yeah how did we give so much of power to them that they became the majority like how did that transition did you ever wonder about that like i always wonder about it i think another uh, one of those effeminate battle strategies which is salami slicing mm-hmm. slowly yeah. slowly 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 best thing since sliced bread yeah <laughs> just take your time and occupy the territory a little by little a little by little you know because what happens on youtube for example mm. is on on other social media as well is the social engineering is working in this way where if you're a content creator mm. or if you're just anyone on social media if they have any objection to whatever you put out they'll come back and say hey sorry we suspended your account yeah. for a week yeah but if you wanted to get back immediately hmm. just delete this post that's it that's it yeah it's just one post yeah. delete it what's the big deal you know that's the way they talk about it yeah and an unsuspecting fool might be thinking oh yeah is this a post it's just a post what's the big deal i'll delete it i'll get back my account yeah but what did you do there in essence what you did there was this guy came and said change the way you think yeah change the way you talk you can't speak that way then you can play in my game yeah otherwise you can't it is my game yeah i get to decide how you talk and how you think youtube the same way they censor shit or they'll demonetize your video yeah because they'll say oh yeah we demonetized it because of uh, some content that was there hmm. if you want it back you know just cut out that part of your video Yeah like there's this guy who goes to Indian temples mm. and he takes videos of Indian temples and all he got demonetized for nudity on the temple walls exactly yeah and he's saying in the same vein there are people going around european ancient relics monuments etc greek monuments mm. the same kind of nudity there those videos don't get demonetized you know it's these videos that get demonetized and hey yeah. you want your monetization back you don't want us to document this as a you know a action on your account just cut out that part of video the rest of the video you can leave it yeah. you can just cut out that part or blur it 
you know and that's it you get your thing back that's it it's an easy bargain what's the big deal you know it's almost like that and people kind of are nodding their head like bah. yeah what's the big deal i'll just do this i'll get back my monetization i'll get back there's no standing and fighting and saying fuck you you don't get to come and say this is nudity yeah <clears throat> this is culture bro somehow they don't play the game of you are offending our culture you are offending our you are being racist you know yeah. usually this kind of shit they should be the first first defense first mechanism first thing you go to yeah yeah it's like dude you can't say that about my culture like yeah. you know nude women are what we pray to how can you be so misogynistic don't you pray to nude women like, exactly. <laughs> like isn't that what you are praying for too in a way how can you be so misogynistic yeah. against women yeah you know who are just expressing themselves and they empowered in stone isn't the stone lady empowered <laughs> and enabled in the 22nd 21st century like how come they don't do that i never get it but uh, for some reason they don't play that card. see th- and this is where i say that we don't have our definitions right one of the biggest problems i have and what i'm jealous of of people back in back in the day right is they got their definition so well established mm. we don't we don't yeah we still are figuring out like what defines what also the other thing is on a daily basis almost our definitions are being actively fucked with that's because we don't have our definitions right no 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 we lost a sense of definition because it was being fucked with since the i would say 60s or 70s it's been a new exercise to fuck with language and that's what we covered in yeah you know, and thank you for saying it language is the worst tool of communication that we have invented <laughs> trust me on this if you can't look at somebody and talk yeah never talk important stuff <laughs> please like i genuinely believe this that if there is something very important to communicate to someone or to convey to someone right. never do it in a way where you do not see them or they don't see you because language only does a very small percent of communication you yeah. know conveying a message yeah so there is an ai tool which basically is now trying to figure out how much a person is being genuine mm-hmm. okay and it uses this rule called the mehrabian rule Okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. So basically it is a ratio in which it dissects the other person's speech okay. and derives a certain score of oh this is how genuine he is blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Now you know how the Mehrabian rule is split? 7% of the total speech or, or the total evaluation is weighted on the basis of the words they use. Okay. 38% is weighted on the basis of the tonality of how they use the words. Okay. okay. 55% of weightage is given to the body language of the person okay so this is a video uh, yeah like it's, it's analyzing yeah it's okay, a video okay. it's analyzing right it, 55% right it is giving weightage to the body language so if the person switches of the video basically you're only 50% right yeah less than 50% right yeah so that tells you what our words mean jack shit yeah in comparison with the other in comparison with all the other things that we communicate right. involuntarily right? right like the tone we use the energy we put into enunciation you know the kind of body movements we give we are telling a lot more through you know all these other avenues than the actual language that we invented right when i heard of this i was like fuck i was right language doesn't tell shit to us it's just distracting us if not anything else it's very hypocrite for us to say who are running an audio podcast but right. <laughs> <laughs> but but you get the point right like you yeah i mean guys could you imagine if you could see us and hear us at the same time yeah. like a video podcast yeah wow. you know how you can get it donations <laughs> yeah 
Oh, you stick contributions. Around. Stick around. Yeah. Um but yeah, coming back to that spinelessness, right? Like it is so endemic I think the word is like it is so all pervasive today like everywhere normalized like oh this is the language in which we speak today. Yeah. It's so disgusting and you just go a few years back to World War 2 in the Japanese army. You had this kamikaze concept. You know, this Japanese Air Force pilot takes out his plane, goes to the enemy territory, starts shelling the enemy targets yeah. as much as he can, as long as he can. Mm. Once his plane, if he sees there's any damage, he can't keep it up anymore. He's going to now find the nearest enemy target and just nosedive. Crash into with it. With the plane, mm. ending himself. They did the same thing with submarines. They played the warfare as long as they could. Once they were out of it, now it was time for the final shot. Yeah. you know body shot i mean the kind of is that a samurai in this thing no right i mean their honor code basically comes from that, from that it comes from the bushido yeah code of honor so that's their root actually the samurai honor code etc but you contrast that kind of tendency and okay even if that's an extreme war time scenario let's come back to a much more later time this is an uh, anecdote that we also shared or we talked about on a previous podcast episode um richard pryor you know hmm. sitting in his room having his drink as usual substance abuse so he's yeah. completely out of his mind yeah but he's watching on his tv something that happened just recently in that time the monk uh, the buddhist monk yeah. who set himself on fire yeah and he just sat unmoving hmm. you know this is what really stuck with richard pryor yeah. that's why i'm saying this he sat unmoving and he just burnt up and only when he died the body kind of plopped yeah to the side this guy was so taken hmm. by what he saw generally when we see that we think what a horrible thing yeah. you know to have happened like this guy just gave his life and what drove him to that extent and could it have been avoided in any way yeah. this is the usual track that we have yeah this guy he sits there thinking what if i do that no <laughs> i mean yeah that's a joke way but joke version but in seriousness he was completely awed by the commitment hmm. that's what he said he said i could not believe like how committed someone has to be you know like how i mean he was talking about the integrity he was talking yeah. about making a stand you know he could not believe how committed this monk was and he wanted a taste of it in that moment he wanted to feel it hmm and of course he poured tequila on himself and he set himself on fire yeah. and he ran outside the house naked yeah. yelling <laughs> rolling in the grass yeah but what i saw in that moment was the longing he had for that kind of that level of commitment for that level of commitment the yeah. longing he just desperately wanted to feel it yeah to the point of setting himself on fire which of course he might have done because he was not sober but the longing has nothing to do with sobriety or yeah, again, intoxication yeah i think in fact you have to be vulnerable to it's a very funny thing you have to be gullible to really comprehend that purity of integrity intention yeah, yeah, yeah. or intention or commitment because if you are skewed in your thinking you can never see somebody's pure intentions yeah right like because you are also scheming about oh if he has said this that means that is what he wants that means this is what i should do blah right. blah blah you're scheming right right 
but imagine you are like just you're being super gullible mm. to what the other person is saying then you see the purity of to an extent you see the background of where where it is coming from what is the intent etc right which again brings me to the point where some of the greatest saying again it's probably jk was the most recent guy who came up with any saying which is worth its salt mm. is the highest form of intelligence is observation without judgment right we've lost that art as a species we are constantly in the search of what's the hook what does this mean how is this going to bite me back hmm. we are in that insecure mode all the time because we don't have our definitions right yeah like if you knew that if your definition of honesty is very clear or if your definition of trust is very clear saying that okay boss this is what i mean by trust if i'm going to trust somebody on these parameters then i need to have those parameters so that somebody else can trust me Hmm. right and now that if somebody has put their trust in it it is my fucking responsibility to ensure they keep trusting me right and the simple concept is he doesn't have to test me every day but the day that i'll be tested on my trust i am going to prove it right like i'm going to prove that right that's the only time it matters yeah right right and and i think there are two moments when you are always tested on your worth right okay one is when you have an opportunity yeah and the other is when you are in adversity right there is no other time that you are tested when you get an opportunity that's when you are tested to the core because you lose the opportunity you lose what comes after that right and it's so ridiculous but it is kind of the same in adversity also if you don't stand by what what you're built of mm. in adversity then all the work that you've put in up till the point of adversity is useless yeah and they kind of go hand in hand like in they, every crisis there yeah, is opportunity there is an opportunity that's why they say like if you don't treat opportunity properly then again it has a high potential of becoming an adversity for you yeah so this is what people who know or who have their definitions right hmm. that's how they can be you know set apart because they know exactly when they have to like exercise their duty yeah. which is another big concept in itself like knowing when to exercise your duty yeah but everything that we see happening today and what we talked about it just makes in these times at least makes things like honor and trust some of the most rarest of rare qualities that you can find in people yeah and i really think like if anyone is lucky enough to find anyone in their life one that, person one person one person to hang on to them like with both hands exactly like do not like hang go. on to them like your life is dependent on it and you know why it is becoming endemic or yeah. what is it endemic endemic yeah it is closely kind of related to that leadership concept where like these are the kind of leaders that they're becoming mm. and unfortunately they are also the role models yeah you know and there is again an art of choosing a role model which yeah. is lost today the definition of a role model is very different again the definition to what it used to be yeah right like back in the day if you had a role model right it was not because everybody looks up at them as role model right because you are like gauging them on the merit or output that they were giving right today the role model is not on the merit or of excellence mm. it's more on the merit of volume yeah it's it's become a game of volume and perception yeah right how do people think about this like that's the problem with these today's so called role models which are these influencers etc oh. they become like this big speaker phone yeah that reaches all these people and now in those people their a uh, way of processing a role model is no longer how it used to be or how it should be which yeah. is like a template yeah like if i look at someone as a role model ideally i should be seeing that as a template 
that I then use according to who I am. Right. I can add things or I can discard things. But I look at it as a slightly detached way that this yeah. is a template of things that I, I want to inculcate in my life. But maybe I'll remove this one thing because it's not me. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. You personalize Correct. it to yourself. Correct. You customize it. Today, role model is, it's the individual. Yeah. You know, I'm not Everything. focused. That's it. I'm not focused on their character traits. Yeah. I'm not focused on anything. I'm just focused on the individual. And <laughs> and he can do no wrong. Yeah. The fear of blasphemy. Bl- oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. fear of like, oh, yeah, I like him, but I don't like these things. Nobody is really open to say this. Yeah. And I'm like, it is okay to like or, you know, you look up to some things and not not like everything like exactly. you can hate or not appreciate certain things about your role model it's fair yeah if you can't accept everything about your parents i'm sure like with your parents you always have few things that yeah i wish i changed about you know right. these things about me or i don't agree with these things right if you can do that your parents your role models are no different and it's not blasphemy it is called the true way to define something yeah it's like saying, oh, I, I, it's a bad example, but my role model is Gandhi. So I'm going to dress like him every day. <laughs> of all the people. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Because it's a bad example. Yeah, yeah. You know, so this is the other thing. Like, you know, you got to know, you have to take the stand, man. Like you have to tell, it is okay to tell people that this is all that works for me from you. It, it becomes like a peer pressure, tribal enforcement kind of thing. Yeah. Where you have to say, no, you either like him or you don't. You don't. You you're can't be in, midway. You're in the team or you're not. Yeah. That, that's not how it works. It's, Seriously. I think more or less because of this analysis, we can know that the world is ending soon, faster than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I think the overall takeaway is, you know, that groupthink has to be investigated a lot more if someone has not yeah. investigated that and looked into how it works. And I think um, the biggest deceptions of perception and uh, definition, definitions and language. Yeah. Like people really need to look into these three things. Yeah. These three are the biggest deception games. Start with definitions. And it's not even that you have to. I think this is another thing that a lot of people confuse with that the definition is not for you to be similar, mm-hmm. but rather to define you know your stance like yeah. from definitions come perceptions from perceptions comes you know your image and your values or blah 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 yeah you will be shocked to know how many people do not have definitions to so many common things or like yeah how many people do not have the same definition that you have in your you mind. have in your mind exactly yeah. so that also tells you that oh this is another way of looking at it so oh. the whole whole exercise that of you know the it's not easy series that we started yeah. was in the pursuit of defining things properly exactly or or at least to like not define things properly that's too far fetched but, but like it is to scratch it once and see like is that all it it is or is there more to it or is there less to it yeah i mean at the beginning of every it's not easy episode we try to define the context in which we are talking about yeah that's like a you know disclaimer like yeah. full disclosure when we use this word this umbrella term yeah this is exactly how we're talking about it yeah so don't get any other meaning yeah you know so at least let's get on the same page here exactly but that needs to be done like yeah consciously. like at, at every level you know and it is a very valuable exercise because i personally think that when you are able to ask for definitions that's the first step towards trying to know your truth yeah 
it's a long exercise it won't happen over like a month or two or like year yeah it will take a lot of time but it is a worthwhile habit to, to form to say that okay what do you mean by this right. you know when I, it's a great thing it's very glorified it's amazing yeah but what do you mean by this because i i want to make sure not to hurt you or insult you or you know, whatever yeah, or yeah. the fancy words but just to make sure that to know if we are on the same page or if we are talking about the same are we even talking uh, about the same yeah, thing yeah are we even yeah. talking on the same thing yeah so like get your definitions as the first step i feel is important to eventually grow a spine because when you hear enough definitions right you will kind of feel ki nah this is what is more right more important or which one this is well defined rings more true to you correct yeah this is more well defined for me i can comprehend this all this rest of the things it's going above my head so you know what i'll not really give a heat to it yeah i think in the coming years we'll probably go more into perception and deception and yeah i think definitions to start off with definitions so. yeah yeah it'll probably go more into that stuff because there's a lot going on underneath uh, the hood yes so to speak there's an undercurrent which is soon picking up some velocity which is kind of dangerous i feel oh yeah there's unspeakable things happening because of matriarchy <laughs> <laughs> because of uh, you know lack of clear definitions yeah like people are losing uh, a lot of money just the crypto scams that you get to see are a big example of this um but yeah i think brute bogus that's about it for our but final episode, episode yes of this year yes one last pissed off evening <laughs> for us <laughs> for this year for this year no yeah. more pissed off evenings this year that you will get to know of yeah yeah but they will continue uh next year on so we are a, we have a lot to get pissed off on oh yeah so much to get pissed off on Like I think this should be a new year template like so today we are getting pissed off on oh god ready made food <laughs> instant noodles yeah i mean maybe uh, three more years down the line you know if it's still going yeah we probably will left with those topics yeah yeah, yeah. i think uh, water quality it's not <laughs> like easy air purifier yeah. <laughs> like today we are pissed off with uh, constant power supply yeah like, maybe we miss the nostalgic times of not having power in the afternoon Yeah and maybe all the listeners can unsubscribe at that point of time. Yeah, not today. But as of now we are going strong. We're going Yeah, good. we're going really so, strong. Subs- Especially with uh, the lack of any kind of noise after our episodes in our socials. Oh yeah. It gives us great confidence because you know silence is like a yes. Oh, silence is very powerful. A silence is agreement. And it's agreement, yeah. yeah. It is agreement. So if you're so silent we are happy that you are agreeing with us <laughs> for every single point we say yeah uh, i mean the listeners of this english podcast at least maintain a very dignified silence yeah, throughout it's, it's like playing in the lords yeah all of a sudden so much class i don't see this outside <laughs> like so dignified i so think whatever gosh. class that is left in the world is listening to us yeah all the sophistication yeah. is basically listening to this podcast yeah, i can literally imagine people sipping with their high teas mm you know wearing like a blazer and oh, yeah. proper three piece you know rounds you know, of golf rounds of golf and yeah. like sitting no not even golf like what is that croquet what is the oh, game that they play polo dude polo 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 yeah, yeah polo they play polo and mm. then um they just sitting around in their lounges and sitting like, oh yeah bogus made an interesting point yeah they travel in private jets <laughs> yeah <laughs> they got no time to write in a comment no or, uh, no yeah. too busy Engage. too busy yeah 
maybe next year you know they'll change their mind yes about that. maybe next year they will start asking the servants to listen also so that oh yeah, yeah. they can start talking to us like maybe or hire a person to come in to us <laughs> like we you know if they're roaming around in private jets i'm sure they can afford to hire a person just to like every thursday remember your job is right in three places that's it and that's it that's all you do and maybe next year better sense may prevail bro they might even sponsor us that's i mean they're private jets that's elder ado for us yeah that's the final north star right um well that's about it for 2022 yes uh, more or less wrapped up so before we leave you for the one for one last time this year we say thigh gap podcast subscribe and share and share Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year everybody. everybody 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 everybody